never ever lose. Hey, we never ever lose. Wanna get rich on some pigs, huh? Prop it like it's hard. Prop it like it's hard. Prop it like it's hard. When these fish try to get at you, shark it like it's hard. Shark it like it's hard. Shark it like it's hard. Consistency and attitude. Lock it like it's hard. Lock it like it's hard. Lock it like it's hard. I got the Bobby, Mr. Lung, and I'm going gone, gone. I could do this every week. The man has got it going on. Love me money lines. Love me over underlines. Love me something to put me up like over a hundred times. Whoa, that's a lot of dough, homie. Put it on the spot, parlay. You don't know me. I love it. Every week when I upload the video for this, <laughs> I get a warning that we are using a copyrighted material. <laughs> it's just a warning. And I wrote back the one time and just said, it's an original song. Yeah, I get it. We're sampling. Shoot us. But it's an original song. Listen to the words, man. Prop it like it's hot. But anyway, welcome back to Prop it like it's hot. Here we are coming back for another week of some fabulous prop bets. As always, I'm Bob Lung here from Big Guy Fantasy Sports. The other side of the fence there, Colby R. Conway, bringing it every week. Got any Texans on this week? What are you, what are you wearing this week? Sure. Nothing. Nope. Uh, some that logo that I don't know what it is. And then I got a, a hat with the state of North Carolina in the shape of a beer bottle that says brood. Nice. Beautiful. So, Yeah, mine just says old guys rule. I like it. Yeah. It was a shirt I bought down in Florida on the back. It says something like, if you don't know who I am, you're not from around here. And I just thought that was funny. So <laughs> there you go. Anyway, welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, we, we had a little bit of a down week last week. Uh, you know, things get shaken up every once in a while. And so we didn't do as well. We went two and four. Um, did you, I don't know how you did. I never know how you, I never looked to see how you do on your exclusive, but we'll just let it go because they haven't. They were always doing. Well, of course, because we struggled last week with the written up ones, the podcast exclusive hit. So, of course, that's how it works. Perfect. There we go. So, um, so basically, overall, we went three, what, three and three? I think we went three and three. No, three and four. That's okay. It's still good. All good. Um, But we had two, four, four and twos. I feel really good about the picks this week. So, uh, without further ado, let's get right at it. Uh, Why don't you hit us up with your first? pick of the week that's also in our article online if you just in case you miss it yeah i'm going with christian kirk over 54 and a half receiving yards i think we're overreacting a little bit too much to a down week from kirk i mean i don't get me wrong i thought he would do better against the houston defense as well Uh, i i truly did but the strength of that defense is somehow it's secondary they just can't stop the run to save their lives so I expect a better week for Kirk back in week two against Indy. He went for, I believe, a 78 and two scores. Uh, Their slot guy, Kenny Moore, has been really bad this year. And there were thoughts about playing into a contract, might be playing himself out of Indy with the performance here in the beginning of the year. But I mean, listen, Kirk's had one overwhelmingly disappointing game this last week against Houston. But other than that, it's been 60 plus yards every single time, four or five games he's done it this year. And this marks at 54 and a half. It's, it just it just seems too low, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over Kirk over Christian Kirk of 54 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, definitely like that. Like you said, 
It was a basically a disappointing week. I know that even the, the running game last week didn't go all that well against Houston, which really kind of shocked uh, you probably more than anybody because I know how we all we, – I guess we all know that Houston's running game or running defense has not been doing well. Uh, so this week I kind of went heavy. There's no question I went heavy. All three of my picks in the article this week are from the Seattle-Arizona game. Uh, particularly in positions of tight end and running back. So my first pick of the week um, is our one of our personal favorites, uh, has been for a couple of years now, but uh, Will Disley uh, definitely been very consistent from a percentage standpoint every week, uh, 60% for the year, which is obviously always good for tight ends if you can come anywhere near that. Uh, Noah Fant's been in there doing his thing, but what's his thing? Not much of anything, to be honest. Uh, so interestingly enough, Will Disley, uh, has played against bad defenses, which Seattle is ranked, or I'm sorry, Arizona is ranked 31st in giving up fantasy points to tight ends so far. So obviously they classify as a bad defense. Uh, he's had three games this year against bad defenses, 43, 34, 39 yards receiving, you know, nothing setting the world on fire, but guess what? Over under this week is 19 and a half receiving yards. Just blew me away. I couldn't believe it was that low. Uh, so I'm going with Will Disley here uh, in this game, Seattle against Arizona. Your thoughts? Yeah, we talked about in the consistently cash and pod. That matchup is is full of two defenses that rank one and two in the league against tight ends. And yeah. one and two, I mean, worst and in, second. Worst and second worst, right? 32nd yeah. and 31st, right? Yep, good uh, matchup. So, and, yeah. Definitely. And Ron talked me into it. Like, I wasn't really – two in on Disley to start the week. And then Ron and I talked about, it. we actually put him in our consistently cash in lineups this week. So yeah. since we have him there and you took the over here, I guess I'm a, I'm a Disley fan this week. <laughs> You're a Disley fan. Um, I assume he was probably pretty cheap in DFS, right? I think he was about five, 5,000 on FanDuel. So yeah, he was very cheap. Yeah. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. Cause I think if, if I remember, I haven't played DFS in a while, but uh, 5,000 isn't, aren't they much higher dollar wise than, DraftKings is DraftKings goes lower. Like the minimum on FanDuel is, I believe it's 45, 4,500 and Disley's five grand. Whereas like I remember playing tight ends on DraftKings and it, they get much lower. You can even get them down into the twos. Yeah. Um, I remember so, them being yeah. like two, 3,000 was like a dirt cheap one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely different scenario there. All right. Let's go back to you, Colby, who you got for your second pick of the week. Yeah. I, he might be listed third in the article, uh, but I'm going to talk about him second here. The The Chiefs-Bills game is going to be chock full of points. We all know it. But the prop that I like the most is Devin Singletary over 20 and a half receiving yards. So yeah. looking at it here, Buffalo has played in two games this year that was decided by one score. And in those games, Singletary has 78 and 47 receiving yards. In the blowouts, he has 14, 2, and 4. Right. You know, they just he just doesn't catch the ball a ton in blowouts because – Quite frankly, he doesn't need to. In the right. playoff loss last year to Kansas City, four for 25. This is going to be a game where he is involved in the passing attack a good bit. And when you look, dating back to the beginning of last year, in games where the over-under was 50 or more, I believe that's where I set the parameters at, Singletary averaged 31, 32 receiving yards per game. There's decimals in there, I'm just going to say. Yeah, right. 31, 32. Easy, regardless, 31 or 32, greater than 20 and a half. Singletary is going to be involved in the pass attack this week. So give me Singletary over 20 and a half receiving yards. 
Yeah, no, I, I'm hoping that too. I got Singletary in quite a few leagues and I really kind of need him to pick it up. I thought he was going to, you know, do like he did last year, those last six games where he was earning a clutch game every week. Now it's very inconsistent. And a lot of it is the pass receiving. He's not getting the catches or blowing teams out. There's no reason for them to throw the ball to him a lot because Diggs and Gabe Davis are doing the job and, and they may even get Dawson Knox back, which mm-hmm. May cut into this, but we, I think they still use Singletary a lot in this scenario, uh, as I'm sure the Chiefs will be focusing on Diggs and Gabe Davis in this one. Um, so, yeah, I definitely love that as well. Well, as I already said that, you know, as much as I love the Seattle-Arizona game, I already talked about tight ends, at least on the Seattle side. I could talk about the tight end on the Arizona side, but you're going to start him anyway. You know that's going to happen, so just go ahead and do that when we know. Uh, I'm going to go with the brand new starting running back for the Arizona Cardinals this week. James Conner is out. He's hurt. Hasn't been doing that great. Anyway, last week, Eno Benjamin filled in and did a really nice job for Arizona. This week, he gets the starting role against the terrible Seattle Seahawks run defense, who ranks 31st in the league and giving up fantasy points uh, to the running backs. And let's get, I mean, here's the thing. It's not the fact that they're just, they're almost dead last. It's the fact that they only really went against two good run offenses in uh, Alvin Kamara and then the Broncos with Gordon and, um, yeah, uh, Javante Williams. The other three games were against RB2s. Jamal Williams, 108 rushing yards by himself. Cordell Patterson, 141. Jeff Wilson, 84. It just seems like 52 and a half, which is the line this week for Eno, Eno Benjamin, really should be a walk in the park. Uh, he really, like I said, looked good last week. Um, he certainly has a potential hitter breakout and become the, the starter here. If James Conner can't get healthy, which he's been struggling all season anyway, uh, I'm really digging the Eno Benjamin over 52 and a half rushing yards. Your thoughts? Benjamin's going to be a chalky guy in DFS this week. Such a good matchup yeah. when you look. I mean, the Bears played. The Bears played Thursday night. They've allowed the most rushing yards in the league. Houston second, Seattle's in third. I mean, mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if by this is what a four o'clock game on Sunday. Yeah, like probably seven thirty. Actually, not even seven thirty. Maybe by six o'clock on Sunday. <laughs> right. The Seahawks have allowed the most rushing yards in the league to running back. So Benjamin's yeah. going to be super chalky in DFS, but I like this line. And honestly, as this news continues to come out, this is one you probably want to get in sooner rather than later because yeah. I wouldn't be surprised come Sunday morning that you start seeing it's up in like the mid to upper fifties. I would not be surprised one bit. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Time for our um, now winning podcast exclusive. Finally. Finally. (laughs) Yeah. Our winning podcast exclusive hit it. Colby. Yeah. Make sure you check out the other, the other prop I have in the article. I really like that one a good bit too. Just not as much as I like the Singletary one, but that's why I went with that one. But um, apparently, you know, a couple weeks ago, you and I were on, I believe it was the Cleveland Atlanta game, just mm-hmm. nailing props left and right for that one. And what do you know? My podcast exclusive one is in that game. I'm going with Geno Smith over one and a half passing touchdowns. Couldn't believe it was this low. Odds aren't necessarily great on it. So you might not get a ton back for it, but he's thrown two or more in four or five games this year. The only time he didn't do it, he didn't have any passing touchdowns in that game, but arguably against the best defense that he's faced all year in right. San Fran. And the good thing about Geno. And it's not even about Gino. 
It's that his defense is so bad that he's getting four quarters no matter what to throw that ball around the yard. And Arizona, I believe they've allowed about eight passing touchdowns on the year. Their defense just isn't very good. And I, I love Kenneth Walker in that backfield. I think at the very least, he might steal a touchdown or two away from Geno. I get it. But he's going to help keep the chains moving on offense. They're going to use him. And if they throw him a screen pass, I mean, that guy's good enough to take it to the house. And he's got plenty of weapons on the outside. Seattle's got weapons. Arizona doesn't. Give me over one and a half passing touchdowns for Geno Smith. Love it. Yeah, Geno is just taking the world by storm right now. I mean, I don't know anybody that expected this at all. But if he did, um, you must be Geno's family. No, I don't even know if Geno's family expected it. So. <laughs> all right, well, that wraps it up. I always like to do these quick and dirty so that everybody can get your props. Uh, not a lot of fluff here, so just tell everybody about it. Uh, the great consistently cashing that you got going on this week and everything else that's happening with you. Yeah, three in a row for us and consistently cashing after a couple injuries really got us in weeks one and two, but we've been able yeah. to overcome it in weeks three, four, and five. So three in a row for Ron Rigney and I, so make sure you check that out. Um, Y'all did the consistency show on Thursday, so make sure you check that out as well. And then um, there's an there's a article or a prop in the there's a prop bet in the prop article that I didn't talk about here that, again, I really like that one, too. So I'm going to have some exposure to those, whether it's whatever site you bet on, FanDuel, DraftKings, or if you do what I do mostly and do like prize picks and underdog and over on Better Fantasy, all of that. Make sure you get those props in. And honestly, if some of these guys, like we know that they're going to play and there's not much situation like not many situations going on around it get these locked in early because the last thing the last thing you want is to wait until sunday take the over on benjamin at 59 and a half and he comes in at 54 55 and you now lost because you sat on your thumbs since you watched this <laughs> on whenever you get this posted bob so yeah, don't be yeah. afraid to lock the props in early there's nothing wrong with it and a lot of times you're you actually have a better advantage earlier on in the week yeah definitely uh, of course, you can find him at Kobe R. Conway on Twitter. You can find me at Bob underscore Lung. Uh, lots of great stuff out there. Obviously, uh, like you said, the uh, consistently cashing. We had the show the other night with our consistency podcast, the consistency reviews out, and super cool. Ron's back with his weekly consistency check-in. Check out that article just went up today. And also, don't forget to sign up and be a subscriber. It costs you nothing to read the articles. You just have to pay for the access to the tools. And of course, every day you get you once you sign up, you'll get notified that new articles are up with the uh, email blast that comes out um, uh, as part of that as well. Just went out at three o'clock and highlighted all the stuff we just talked about. So uh, tomorrow there'll be another one, obviously highlighting this one uh, and the consistently cashing podcast. So for Colby R. Godway, I am Bob Lung. Thank you again for listening to Probably Like It's Hot. Everybody have a great weekend. Take care. God bless. We'll talk to you soon.